2: It's the Golf Insiders giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on ESPN 1080.
3: Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders on 1080 ESPN WHOO. Hey, we're following Tuck and O'Neill, and those are some big shoes to fill. B here. Holly G is on assignment in Tampa. I've got her on the line. Holly, can you hear me?
4: Hey, Rich B.
3: How are oh you, yeah. darling? I must be uh,
4: losing my mind, leaving you home alone there in the studio.
3: <laughs> in the golf shack here on Cimarron, holding down the fort, Rich B. And uh, you know what? It's kind of uh, just me running the show here. Holly, you got to help me out. Uh, uh, you know, well, we- I've
4: been. I've been doing a little globe, uh, golf globe trotting across the state. Richby uh, Friday was in Daytona, uh, shooting a little commercial with uh, none other than Sean Foley, as we all know, Tiger Woods swing coach, along with Hunter Mayhan and Justin Rose. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, he's doing a little uh, endorsement for a product we're we're marketing, and that's going to be released real soon on the Golf Channel. So real uh, real. Thrilled to spend a little time with Sean Foley. We hope to have him on the show coming up here in a few weeks. And then um, I was across the state in Tampa for, of course, the Champions event, the Encompass Insurance Pro-Am of Tampa Bay. Michael Allen winning that on Sunday. Some great players in that field, Kenny Perry, Corey Pavin, Bernhard Langer. And uh, Olin Brown almost winning the tournament after spending a week in studio at the Golf Channel doing his uh, analysis of the Masters, so a good showing by by uh, Olin Brown there.
3: Yeah, that was kind of fun to watch, actually, and uh, it looked like a great golf course over there in Tampa. Uh, uh,
4: Tampa Bay, pretty tough, Richie. You played it before?
3: No, I haven't. But uh, you know what? It did look tough, and uh, it was good to see Corey Pavin. I always did like Corey's game. Good, uh, good for the game. And yeah, uh, this uh, Michael Allen. Now he's uh, he's pretty tough. He plays on both tours.
4: Yeah, I know. There's a bunch of bunch of those guys doing that, uh, including. Uh, well, Freddie wasn't in this tournament. He'll be at the Legends this week as they go to Savannah. But, um, you know, I'll tell you what. I have, I actually spent a little time on Monday at the Concession Golf Club in Bradenton, and they had the Sunshine State Conference Championship there. A whole bunch of uh, collegiate teams, Florida Southern, Nova Southeastern, Rollins, uh, Lynn, Barry, St. Leo, Florida Tech, Eckerd, and Tampa, eight teams. And this was uh, men's and women's. And I'll tell you what, Rich B. You know, you watch. You know, you played the concession tough golf course, and uh, there were some players out there. It was uh, a tight, tight competition. And um, let's see. On the women's side, North Southeastern uh, overcame an 18 hole deficit to uh, post a uh, final score at 945 and edged Lynn University by one stroke in Tuesday's final round. So, hats off to them and. Uh, the men, men equally as strong, posting um, a 37-stroke victory over Florida Southern, and they claim their second straight conference title. So, um, you know, all kinds of golf going on still here in Florida. Even though the PGA Florida swing moved out, we still had a lot of golf going on from collegiate to the Champions Tour.
3: You know, that's, uh, that is such a difficult golf course. Those greens are at the concessions are, uh, just fast and, uh, they're, they're tricky. You know, in, uh, one shot for the ladies, 36 shots for the men. So, uh, uh, obviously this team was a little bit better that won it. But, uh, hey, without further ado, Holly, let's, uh, get right to Bob Herrig and, uh, we're gonna tap his brain a little, see what he's got going.
4: Alright, our man from ESPN.com.
3: Hey, Bob, you there? I'm here. How are you guys doing? Pretty good, hey, Bob. Uh, what's the scoop now? Scoop uh, is your middle name. Uh, what do we got going this week?
5: <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately, in in uh, the pro golf world, it's a bit of a, a downtime. Uh, um, the Texas Open, which is a great tournament. They've raised a ton of money for charity, one of the best on tour at that. They've probably got one of the worst fields of the year, only three of the top 50, and you know, that, that's just a product of their place on the schedule. I mean, uh, uh, there's not a whole bunch of play- uh, the top-notch players flocking to play anywhere this week. Uh, Matt Kuchar the highest-ranked player in the world in Texas, and I think the only other player in the top 15 in the world that is playing anywhere is uh, uh, Lee Westwood, who's playing in Jakarta. But, um, yeah, it's just that time. I, I, these guys, the big-name players, there's the Huge, huge run up to the Masters. Some of them stick around to play. Hilton had the next week. And then they exhale for a couple of weeks. So that's sort of what we're looking at now, maybe a chance for somebody else to emerge with uh, a lot of the big names not teeing it up.
3: That is kind of, you know, as I'm reviewing the uh, the uh, the leaderboard for this week's uh, Valerio Open, uh It's fun to see, though. You know, you got guys like David Duvall, Stuart Appleby in the field. Duffy Waldorf will be making an appearance. Yeah, we'll see another colored shirt out of Duffy, and uh, you know, it's a chance, right, for uh, other guys to uh, break out here. uh, Since there's not a, you know, it's you know, it's like an invitational field almost. Yeah, I mean,
5: last year Brendan Steele, who is a rookie. Won that tournament, and it's, it's played at a venue now, at a new venue, a TPC course in San Antonio. It's only in its third year, and actually, it's pretty tough. I mean, the Texas Open used to have a reputation for being a birdie fest. In fact, uh, you know, for years, uh, Mike Stuchek held the PJ Tour 72 hole scoring record in relation to par. And I want to say it was probably 10 years ago or so, 11 years ago, where Tommy Armored III. Shot it again at the Texas Open. He 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 set right, right, playing at the CPC last year. I'm not mistaken. Steele shot 71 the last day, part par the last 12. That was good enough to win. So um, you know they're giving these guys a pretty tough test too. But he he broke through to get his first victory. It's a it's a place where more rookies are going to get in the field. Names like you mentioned, like Duvall, who might not have gotten in some other tournaments, is going to get to play. And, uh, hey, you know, uh, it, it just because you're not the name guys doesn't mean there isn't good golf being played. Hey, geez. Bob,
4: I, something that uh, actually surprised me is that the Valero is the third longest running event. This is their 90th anniversary. I mean, it's really hard to imagine a tournament surviving nine decades, which, B, I'm telling you, you know, the tournament's almost as old as you. Hey,
3: you but know. Hey Bob, you know I can't believe you just broke out, Mike Suchuk. That is unbelievable. Mike used to be a club pro up in Michigan for years, and uh, boy, he was a do- you know he was a dominant club pro uh, in the state of Michigan, and that you know that just kind of gives me goosebumps to hear that.
5: Yeah, you know Mike. Mike played in an era when when a lot of guys did both. You know, you 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 couldn't make a great living as a tour pro, so you. You, uh, you also had a club job, and uh, Mike won a bunch of tournaments and probably should have won a U.S. Open or two. Um, if you ever go back and read any of that history of the 1960 U.S. Open that Arnold Palmer won, um, it was Suchek who had the 54-hole lead. And you know Ben Hogan was in the mix there, and so was Jack Nicklaus, only 22, or 20, excuse me. And uh, Mike had a heck of a career. He came down here and was one, it was the first golf pro at Innisbrook, believe it or not. So, um, but you, and Holly's right. The tournament itself has a long history; it dates from 1922. Uh, Valero has turned out to be one of the tour's best sponsors. They're one of the tournaments that gives the most money to charity. I mean, you know, how do you judge a tournament by its field or or, or by how they how they do on the bottom line and you know, I think most of us in the media are going to look at the field. We're, we're, we're looking at the competition. But the two are very much as interested in that bottom line. You know, they give more money to charity than anybody, despite not getting the great names there. They, they manage to draw a lot of spectators, a lot of corporate support, and, um, you know, it's just a shame they can't draw a better field. Matt Kuchar is the highest-ranked guy in the field at the 15th and uh, only three in the top 50, and unfortunately a lot of these things are judged in that manner.
4: So it's time for Kuchar to step up and win one here, Bob. Um, the only other person I would think that might be wanting to win more is Justin Leonard, who, you know, this is kind of his favorite stomping ground, uh, you know, living in Texas.
5: Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, Justin Leonard's played the tournament forever, probably 15, 18 times in his career, and has won it twice in not having a great year. And Kuchar... You know, for all of his success and you know Ryder Cup, Presidents Cup, um, you know all the great consistency over the last couple of years, he still has only three tour victories. Um, you know, didn't win last year. Uh, was um, uh, he, he's had a, he's out to a very good start again this year until last week when he had a bad final round at the Heritage. He he um, he had been in the top 10 like five straight tournaments. He was third at the Masters, tied for third. Uh, so, um, you know, this seemingly would be a great place for him. It's not, you don't have to go mighty, mighty low. Guys who are consistent, would, you would think, would have a great chance.
3: Yeah, on the leaderboard there, uh, there are some great names, you know, some great history, and I think that has a lot to do with the Texas Open. You know, and there are a lot of great players in Texas and come out of Texas and go on to the tour. You know, a lot of respect, you know, great golf tournament. Hey, can we go to uh, Heritage for a minute? Uh, Carl Peterson uh you know played very strong there uh 66 69 on the weekend and he pulls off a victory and he will get to go to the the masters next year
5: yeah carl peterson is one of those guys when he gets in the hunt he seems to get it done he just doesn't get in the hunt enough and uh you know five victories and it's uh it's, it's nothing to scoff at you know it's uh uh, that's how many he has now in his career. They're spaced out. He's never won more than once in a season. But, you know, five wins is as many as Tom Lehman had. And, uh, uh, you know, it was pretty impressive. You know, he had a had a small lead to start out made it bigger and didn't let anybody get close. And as you said, a win gets him in the Masters. It's going to get him in uh, some of the world events now. And, you know, he jumped up to 35th in the world. There, there's a guy who, you know, it's is kind of a he, that you you would think uh, uh, might, might, do, might might win a little bit more if he could get on get on a confidence roll. You know, he's a long putter guy and everything. But uh, in any case, uh, it was a heck of a win for him, and and uh, now we'll see if he builds on it.
4: Uh, interesting. I um, read Bob uh, that he is not a member of the European PGA Tour. So if he were to continue to play well. Uh, there, he would not be, um, he would not qualify to play on the Ryder Cup team. Correct?
5: Yeah, that's true. He, um, you know, there was a lot of talk about that over the weekend. You know, hey, you know, should his name get in the mix for the European Ryder Cup team? And you know, the problem is you have to be a European Tour member, and he's not. I mean, the the tour requires that, and, and if you think about it, it's a smart, savvy move on their part. They want their they want their players to support their tour. And uh, so Peterson is not a member of the tour. And And even though right now, if you added up his world points in September, he'd be on the team if they picked it right now. He'd be in the top ten. But uh, they're not keeping points for him because he's not a member. He could join the tour, uh, but he's uh, none of the points that he's accumulated would count. So that would make him quite the long shot. He'd have to he'd have to probably win a couple of times going forward to have any chance of making the team on his own. And, of course, if he joins the tour, that's a, there's a commitment there. You've got to play the minimum number of tournaments, which he doesn't seem all that interested in doing. I mean, he's, he's got a dis- tough decision to make there if he, if he really, really wants to be on the Ryder Cup team because um, you know if he, if he joins the tour and he has to make that commitment to the events, you know does he does he put himself in a position at least for a captain's pick um you know that european team is loaded to begin with it's there there's no shortage of good players who are going to be on that team uh but it's a shame that a guy who who might have qualified otherwise uh probably won't get to play
3: okay yeah uh, we uh, we got to wrap it up here real quick now we've got uh uh, the hundred most influential people, somehow they left me off of this list. Holly, I'm not on it. Bob, I guess uh our guy there uh uh wins the Masters, has a little moment, and uh, you know, and <laughs> and ends up on the hundred most influential people. That would be uh our guy from uh Panama City, or uh yeah, the Redneck Riviera.
5: Bob Watson.
3: How's that? Is Bubba
5: in the top 100? He made it. How about that? It, well,
3: you influential. Know, uh,
5: being being a being a Masters winner, I guess, does come with some influence, and uh, I
6: think you know, i tell you has one more thing: the guy
5: am not I'm you, at least Bubba's turning it
4: into that to,
5: to hurt golf. Uh, you know, time in the spotlight here these last two weeks. It's, it's amazing how much exposure he has gotten. I hope he doesn't overdo it, and I hope he doesn't get tired of it because uh, you know, he's going to get back to playing golf next week in New Orleans, and it should be uh, interesting to see how he fares. But, hey, good for Bubba if he's in the top 100. That's uh, another another nice thing to put on the resume.
3: Hey, Bob, as always, we appreciate your time and efforts and uh, uh, good reporting, and it's always a pleasure to have a chat with you. Thanks so much. You're Take listening care, to guys. the Golf Insiders. We'll be back in a minute.
7: Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like. With financing, you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified free-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. Fields BMW, Winter Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M Series models.
2: We all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release at impact and increase your distance with the full release reverse grip from Field Golf. The full release reverse grip gives you a correct tour player-like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it, and you will too. The full release, sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers, or buy online now at fieldgolf.net. That's fieldgolf.net.
1: Are you happy with your website? Do you need new business cards, brochures, or promotional materials? Then you need gmsimage.com. GMSIMAGE.com provides creative marketing concepts and dynamic graphic design. GMSIMAGE.com is quick and responsive and will deliver your project on time and within your budget. Visit GMSIMAGE.com. 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 321 303 9684. 321 303
0: 9684. Golfers. Have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the Pro V1? Well, listen up. They're Chromax golf balls, and they're cooler and more colorful than Ricky Fowler's outfits on the PGA Tour. Chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit. Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot, track the trajectory of your ball in flight, and make adjustments to your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability. Lower your scores and put some fun back into your game. Chromax golf balls are available at your local golfsmith stores or visit www.chromaxgolf.
3: Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank uh, three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking Got the strugglers blue. We're back. You're listening to the Golf Insiders on the fairways of I 4. Be careful out there, the traffic is wicked tonight. I've got Holly G. on the line here with me. It's me in the Caddy Shack here on Cimarron, holding the fort down. Holly, are you there? I'm here, Richie. Holly, uh, you know, it's uh, always good to hear your voice. And um, uh, hopefully everything's going well for you over there on the coast. You know, we uh, hope some prayers are with you, and let's get it on. Now, uh, guess what? May is uh, Golf 2.0. Uh, Growing the game, friends, family, and fun. So uh, look for your local golf uh, shops to have uh, information available uh, for uh, growing the game. Now, they want you to bring out your friends, your family, and have some fun, kind of uh, reacquaint with your golf shop and your golf professional. Uh, What do you think of that, Holly, huh? (laughs)
4: Hey, we all need to uh, have more golfers playing golf and having fun doing it. Um, We need to get those kids On the course, and that's what's most important for uh, feeding the pipeline, as they say, in the biz, you know? Rich D., you know what that's like. You've uh, taught many a lesson, and uh, that's what keeps the PGA of America healthy, all our teaching pros healthy, and the game of golf healthy.
3: Yeah, you got to get the kids involved. Uh, That is the future of the game, and there was only one way to get involved back in the day. It was caddying. You know, you always got invited out to caddy. You're here, carry my bag, guy, and uh, maybe you'll learn something today. But uh, those days. You a uh, caddy, Richby? I did. Oh, yeah. I was a caddy when I was a kid. That's how I learned. Uh, you know, I learned actually from uh, an old, uh, you know, guy who had a kind of a short, choppy swing. And my my swing less, <laughs> looks a lot like his. <laughs> you know, I was telling a story of earlier in the week
4: about uh, where um, I golf. I was fortunate enough to have uh, played in the junior golf program at Oak Hill Country Club up in Rochester, New York, where we know there have been a couple of U.S. Opens, and um, I had to pass a 100 question tests, Rich B., on the rules of golf to be able to get my tag to be able to play golf, and um, I'll tell you what, I, I have a pretty good knowledge of the rules, and it's not because I've read the uh the the rule book every year ever since. But uh tell you what, it's it's just a, you know, first tee and all those great programs out there doing a a great job to get kids in the game. And now it's about making it friendly once those kids walk in the door. And uh, I think that's what the golf courses need to deliver it better and, you know, create days where kids can come out and play for deep discount prices and um, make it, you know, make it fun and accessible.
3: Well, you know, uh I'm impressed, Holly. A hundred question test.
4: <coughs> be, I don't think you would have ever made <laughs> it out on the golf course.
3: Well, you know, that's what they do now. They do they give you like a ten ten questions and you know, like uh they vary from rules to etiquette to uh uh how to you know, dress, attire, you know, the whole bit. But uh wow, that's drilling down there pretty deep, Holly. Huh? <laughs> yeah,
4: well, Craig Harmon, who was uh the brother of Butch Harmon. Uh, coming from that great family of uh, Harman brothers, uh, he was a little bit ahead of his time, and uh, it was multiple choice, but we had to know a lot of the of the rules, and you had to go deep into that USGA little book. To get you know, that's out there impressive,
3: uh, uh, Ted Harmon. That's you know the Harmon name in uh, golf is uh, big, and it always has been, and uh, that's pretty impressive that you actually got to meet this guy when you were a junior.
4: That's right. He was my teacher, along with uh, Jeff Blumen, who, of course, uh, was a winner on the PGA Tour and uh, now is playing on the Champions Tour. But he was a few years older than me,
3: Rich B. Well, you do have a great golf swing. But without any further ado, let's go uh, to our man from the Orlando Sentinel, uh, the one and only Jeff Shane. Hey, Jeff, you there? How are you? Oh, Jeff, what? you know, it's just so good to have you in the studio here uh, having a chat with Holly and I. Holly's on the road, but she's going to help me out. Uh, anything uh, that uh, we need to know about here, Jeff uh, off hand
8: you know it 's kind of one of those weeks uh, after all the excitement and, and, and all of the uh, big name uh, doings that have you know, went on during the Florida swing and into the masters it 's like the entire world of golf, you know maybe except for you know everybody living on Hilton Head, but everybody kind of took a collective deep breath. And it, it's uh, it's not been that eventful a week, which I'm not arguing with, honestly.
4: Hey, I know one thing. McElroy reclaimed the number one spot in the world rankings without touching a club, Jeff Shane. The volatility in this world ranking, you know, help us get our brain around it. Luke Donald falling off this week. That's probably the biggest news.
8: Yeah, it probably is. Uh, you know, I did see something that had been written where uh, they they had said essentially that there was more activity, more things to write about off the golf course than on the golf course last week. And and uh, uh, I suppose the pat answer is that Rory McIlroy had a really, really good week of practice. But we <laughs> we, 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 we also happen to know that, because that, uh, he admitted he didn't touch a club, uh, and, and so what, it, what it is, is, is that obviously we know that the world rankings are on a two-year rolling basis. So that every time you add a new week to your portfolio, the whatever was 105 weeks ago drops off. So you're, you're gaining points if you're playing, you're losing points if whatever you played exactly two years ago drops off your, drops off your schedule. So, what happened with McIlroy is that last week, he did not play the week after the Masters. And, uh, and and in doing so, the number of tournaments he played in that rolling two-year period went from 50 to 49, because two years ago, he must have played the week after the Masters. And so that tournament fell off, and all the points fell off, but he also lost a number in... Mathematically, the divisor. So instead of dividing by 50 for an average finish or average number of points, he was he now gets to divide by 49. So that helped his case. Luke Donald uh, is struggling right now, uh, particularly if you compare it to what he did last year. uh... Finished, uh, I think it was a tie for 37th. So. Whatever he did two years ago fell off, and then he has to add this type of 37th, and his divisor didn't change; it remained at 52. So, Roy McElroy lost points, but an even bigger thing was that his divisor went from 50 to 49 tournaments played over a two-year period, and that was just enough to push him above Luke Donald in uh, in, in the in the rankings. We see it sometimes in tennis as well, and. You know, we always joke about it in college football. You know, the number one team loses, and number two, you know, was working on an open date, and they always had a really good week of practice when they moved from number two to number one. So it, it's not unusual, uh, but it is a little quirky in the way the ratings go. Uh, you know, they're still fair because, uh, you know, it's even though it's not the way you want to see a, a player move up, Roy still has the best average points over the, over his, the, the 49 tournaments that he did play over a two-year period.
4: Is your head spinning, Rich B, as much as mine is? I didn't know that we had a doctor of mathematics here and Mr. Jeff Shane here. That was a pretty great explanation.
3: It is a very good explanation, and it's very difficult to understand because of the time uh, that it uh, covers. And, uh, you know, I mean, for somebody not to play and actually fall up in uh, to the number one spot is uh, – uh, you know, it just kind of explains everything about the world, uh, golf rankings. Uh, you know, it's kind of crazy, but it is, uh, an ongoing thing. Now, Jeff, how about the Sentinel? We got anything going on with the Orlando Sentinel, uh, coming up, uh, golf wise, uh, that you would like to mention?
8: Well, yeah, I'm working on a couple of, a uh, couple of projects, uh, that, that had kind of been put on the, on the back burner. Uh, during the Florida swing and, uh, you know, one of them is to take a look at, at kind of where the game is, um, in, in terms of, of playing the game and, and getting people to come out to the golf course. And I know, uh, you know, we talk about it at, uh, at times, uh, you know, on this show, but, uh, how, how do we, how does the golf industry, uh, continue to, to, to build on, uh, to, to build its membership at a time when the economy is still bad? Uh, people still do not have a lot of disposable income, and, and the game of golf uh, is, is facing a, by its very nature, you know, is not something you can go out and just do in an hour. Uh, there, there's there, there's factors of time and of money and of you know having to actually work at the game, and uh, so I'm trying to uh, trying to kind of look at that and uh, and you know how does golf kind of reinvent itself? It's a great game. But uh, I, I kind of turned a little bit to baseball. If baseball had been invented in 1970, it would have never caught on. I...
3: You know, it's interesting because uh, that's a, that's a good setup for me because uh, next month, uh, the month of May is uh, growing the game uh, golf 2.0, which is a PGA of America-driven uh, you know opportunity for uh, golf professionals to, you know to throw something at the general golfing public that maybe, you know, might lure them into the game of golf or, you know, just getting people that have golf clubs that haven't been out in a while. So there's an an initiative uh, going with the PGA of America trying to get uh, exactly what you're talking about there, Jeff.
8: I, it's definitely something that, that I think – I know the PGA of America has, has kind of grasped the idea. It's now a question of getting the individual course operators and owners and, and professionals like you to – to come up with, with ways of going about it. And, and uh, that that's going to take some take some uh, old, good old hard work and, and maybe some innovation, too. It
3: does. It takes man hours and uh, motivation, and it does, uh, and a lot of effort and cooperation from some uh, uh, facilities and some uh, individuals. But, uh, Jeff, it's Just always, say, uh, yeah, what do you I got, got a, there, Holly?
4: Hi, well, you know, you're now working at a club over there at Hunters Creek, and, you know, the idea is to, in these, um, you know, the tight economic times that courses have been through, you know, the number one goal is still in the tee sheet. But my issue has always been, I think there's been maybe two places I've ever walked into a club uh, where they actually had junior rates or specific junior times in which, you know, a kid could walk in and feel like, wow, you know, Um, I'm welcome, and I can go out there and play on the golf course. You know, to have a kid have to, you know, kind of play and pay full, you know, full boat is, you know, it's expensive to game enough. Um, So what do you think the courses need to do as a a PGA pro? Uh.
3: You know, and that's the hard part, because you do need bodies at this point. You need people to watch them. You need people to go around, you know, actually walking with these groups, you know, holding these kids by the hand, basically, and taking four at a time or whatever. But, you know, I like the idea of you bringing, uh, bringing this up, you know, but it's a forever subject. It just keeps going on and on, and... uh you know, Holly, uh, yeah, it does. It's just a big commitment. And, you know, it'd be a good thing for the afternoon. Say, like, at, uh, six o'clock, bring the kids out and, uh, we'll let you have Play as many free.
4: holes as you can so, yeah. you know, dark or something.
3: Yeah, anything. Uh, you know, just some, uh, some, uh, attention paid to it would be cool. But, What are uh, you
4: hearing, Jeff, as you're doing this piece? Uh, so, so
3: I didn't quite catch all of
4: that. I said, what, what are you learning as you're doing some background
8: for this? Well, I, I, I think that, uh, that, you know, there, there are starting to be some places that are looking at different ways uh, of maybe being able to fit it into, you know, a, a time crunched uh, person's way. You know, not necessarily, you know, not specifically juniors, but, you know, take, you know, take the, you know, a father of two or a father of four that loves the game, wants to, you know, continue to play it, but, you know, you know, Bobby has a soccer game at 11 a.m. and, and, Sissy, you know, got gymnastics meet at, at 2 o'clock and you're running kids all around. Uh, how do you, how do you make, uh, you know, an hour or two hours of time work, uh, so you can enjoy the game of golf without having to, you know, to, to sign off on a six hour day? And, and, uh, some of that, I've, I've, I've long said even, you know, Years ago, you know, it would be nice if there were other options. You know, there, there are some courses, you know, particularly when we're talking 10 years ago, the only option you had was 18 holes. You know, a lot of places have now said, well, you can play nine. But, you know, what if you only have an hour? You know, can you get three holes in? Do you have a three-hole weight? That type of thing.
3: Yeah, you know, that's uh, that's pretty cool, Jeff, because, you know, you could actually take your driving range and make it into a little three-hole golf course for the juniors, you know, and, and you could keep an eye on them, you know, and, and you know, and, uh, an instant like that but uh we could go on and on for uh, for hours with this and uh we we appreciate your time Jeff and uh your great writing at uh Orlando Sentinel and uh let's get your uh, picks in for the Valero Open uh what do you got here <laughs> that's,
8: uh, that, that's a fair question but, but honestly um with some of the other things i've been doing i just i, I just uh, got back from uh from the uh the the under construction Resort. I don't know if you've had a chance to, to be, at, be down there. It's uh, kind of out by Bartow. And so I've been driving all day, and I haven't, really, I haven't had time yet to sit down on my uh, on my Valero prediction. So uh, I'm, I'm, anything I anything I throw out would be an absolute wild guess, and, and possibly not in
3: the field. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> it is a pretty slim field. You're right about that. But, uh, hey, Jeff, we appreciate your time. And, uh, as always, the Orlando Sentinels, number one on our list.
8: But thank you
3: much. All right. We'll see you. Catch you later. You're listening to the Golf Insiders. We'll be back here in a minute. Thank you very much.
7: Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like. With financing you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. Fields BMW, Winter Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M-Series models.
2: We all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release at impact and increase your distance with the full release reverse grip from Field Golf. The full release reverse grip gives you a correct tour player-like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it, and you will too. The full release, sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers, or buy online now at fieldgolf.net. That's fieldgolf.net
0: golfer's. Have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the Pro V1? Well, listen up. They're Chromax golf balls, and they're cooler and more colorful than Ricky Fowler's outfits on the PGA Tour. Chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit. Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot. Track the trajectory of your ball in flight and make adjustments to your your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability. Lower your scores and put some fun back into your game. Chromax golf balls are available at your local Golfsmith stores or visit www.chromaxgolf.com.
1: Are you happy with your website? Do you need new business cards, brochures or promotional materials? Then you need gmsimage.com. GMSImage.com provides creative marketing concepts and dynamic graphic design. GMSImage.com is quick and responsive and will deliver your project on time and within your budget. Visit GMSImage.com. 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 321-303-9684. 321-303-9684.
9: Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf, then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very
0: well. I want my dream. Hey, we're back to
3: listen to the Golf Insiders. Live. Tonight we're here in the studios, 1080 ESPN. I've got Holly on uh, the West Coast Caddyshack. Uh, Holly, are you there?
4: That would be the West Coast of... The Sunshine
3: State, West Coast of Florida—always something nice going on. I'm sure you're watching a uh, sunset and sipping on something cool and uh, tasty.
4: Hoping, hoping hear uh once we get off the air. But uh, as I said, had a had a great week. Was at the uh, Champions Tour event and uh, down at the uh, Sunshine State Conference Championship at Concession, and it's uh, been a been a fun week so far. And. Um, we've got a, a lot of golf coming up this this week. But, you know, we've got our sights set on the U.S. Open, Rich B. It's going to be here sooner than we know. And the Players' Championship, of course, in May.
3: Yeah, the Players' is always a, a great golf tournament. And uh, who doesn't want to win that? It's like the fifth major, uh, you know, and it's always a good feather. Uh, it's, it's a big win for anybody in their career to pull off uh, the – TPC at Sawgrass, and it's a great golf, great golf tournament to watch on TV.
4: Oh, absolutely. And we've got um, Bubba playing next week, defending his title in New Orleans. So it's going to be interesting to see how he settles back in after this world media tour he's been on. And, uh, boy, what a ride uh, Mr. Bubba has been on.
3: Yeah, you know what? It's fun to watch. He's a great guy, and he's quite a character. And that's what I do like about golf, you know, is the characters. You know, uh, the Christina Kim uh, on the LPGA Tour, she's uh, definitely out there. I am quite a character, I will admit myself. Holly, and you try your hardest to keep me in line.
4: Well, it's a tough job, but somebody has got to do it, Rich B. And um, let's see, what else is happening? We've got, uh well, I hey.
3: guess... Here's what's going on right now. I'm telling you, uh, talk about keeping people in line. I have Todd Lewis from the golf channel here, Holly. So you better behave and, uh, ask your best question right now.
4: Hey, big Todd.
3: <laughs> Todd. Hey guys, how are you? Hey man, good to hear your voice as always and uh, we appreciate you taking a few minutes out from the, uh, golf channel. Uh, you guys gonna be out there in Valero, Valerio Open.
6: Yeah, we've got a we got a crew there. I'm, I actually just landed last night from a couple of weeks on the road. Went to the Masters and went to Hilton Head, and uh, so uh, yeah, we're you know another golf tournament, another opportunity for Golf Channel to show why we're the worldwide leader in covering the game.
3: Hey uh, Todd, did you get to go to the Monday uh, uh, Hootie event?
6: I did not. I was traveling to. Uh, I was traveling. Uh, but, uh, I heard it was a good time. I know several people who were there. (laughs) I know.
3: I didn't get invited again this year. Dang.
6: Yeah. Sorry about that. (laughs) Uh, I I know people who know people, so maybe we can make something happen.
3: (laughs) That's the only way I I can just feel like I was there. The six degrees of separation. Yeah, I know somebody.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, I got a question for you, Todd. What is what's going on with Luke Donald? You were there at the Heritage, and uh, seems like you know, as opposed to uh, how he finished last year as you know, kind of Mr. Model of Consistency, uh, having a few issues this year. Is he going through a little bit of uh, you know what Graham McDowell experienced?
6: Well, I mean, he first he he won this year already on the PGA Tour, so. That in itself is strong. Uh, you know, Tiger had one the last two years. Uh, so, but but he is the number one player in the world. Uh, I I think, I think, and you know, this is a good thing to be honest with you because as I've said many times before, I think Luke Donald is the most underrated number one player that has ever been number one since they started keeping the rankings back in the mid 80s. Uh, but, you know, we forget that he, he won this year, and your question brings up to the point, our expectations for him now are a bit higher. Um, but you're right, he, he hasn't performed well over the last couple of weeks. Finished tied for 32nd at the Masters. Uh, he didn't finish in the top 30 at Hilton Head, which is a, a surprise, because after he won in Tampa, in Innsbruck, he took a week off, and he felt pretty good about his game heading into Augusta. But he told me after his final round at Hilton Head that his short game, which has been his bread and butter for the last decade, uh, was just off. And his putting was off. And, uh, so he went back to South Florida. He's going to work on that. And, uh, he's going to come out firing at the Missouri Classic in New Orleans in a couple of weeks. So, and we'll see how he is. It's a hot potato parody type of, uh, of the last two years, to be honest with you, with the world ranking ever since Tiger. Drop that number one spot, so, uh, and, and I've said many times, I kind of like it that way, because you never know who's going to be the guy to beat, as far as like going into a major championship or a WGC event.
4: And as we move to the next major, does the pressure start to really build on him to get a major on his resume?
6: Rich, I may need you to translate. I can barely hear Holly.
3: Oh, she's uh, she's on the west coast over there in Tampa, and we're doing a phone interview, uh, Todd. And she wants to know uh, with the next uh, major coming up, Luke Donald needs to post uh, a major. I mean, is there going to be a little bit more pressure for Luke? You think?
6: Well, I mean, sure. I mean, he he's number one player, as is or as was Lee Westwood, a former number one, I should say. Um, as were some other great players. We're in the top ten in the world, Steve Stricker, uh, Hunter Mahan, you know, these guys who who want to validate their career by winning a major championship, so those guys who are at the top of the mountain, are at least close to it, absolutely have a little bit of self-imposed pressure to win a major championship, and you know, that, that can go two ways. It can, it can be limiting and be an obstacle, or it can be a motivation, and, it, you know, it's just how these people, think. I mean, Lee Westwood, I mean, he's been doing it longer than anybody. He's probably considered the best player, if you look at his career, and still playing, without a major championship. But the good thing about Lee is that I believe he embraces it. He says, yeah, of course I want to win a major championship. Yes, it's high on my things to do list. He doesn't deflect it. He embraces it. And I think by doing that, I think that frees him up to play well, and he does play well at major championships. Unfortunately, he just hasn't won one, unfortunately for Lee, I should say.
2: Well, we
3: look forward to seeing Lee uh, in the future. You know, maybe pulling something out of the uh, hat, you know, and it's, it's – boy, he's a grinder. He's a great grinder. He's fun to watch, and, you know, he's always there. But, uh, you know, getting the deal done, maybe he's psyching himself out. I don't know. But, uh, you know, as far as um, – uh, uh, golf Channel goes. What do we got? We got good coverage this weekend uh, at uh, the Texas Open?
6: Well, Valeria, Texas Open. As a matter of fact, we have golf on live right now, the LPGA Tour in Hawaii uh, for the Lote event, which is uh, a return trip to Hawaii for the LPGA Tour. Uh, we're, we're live right now for the next four hours or so. And so um, Wednesday through Saturday is this event on the LPGA Tour, and all the top names are there. You know, Michelle Wee, Yanni Stan, Paula Kramer and so on. So this golf happening right now and of course we're gonna be live at the Bolero Texas Open beginning Thursday at, at two thirty as well. And that's a good golf course. Um they great Norman designed that golf course in San Antonio that they're gonna be playing this week. The global health from Sergio Garcia uh and so you got a pretty strong field there. Um, so yeah, you know, another week, another great great tournament.
3: Hey, now, this uh, this thing in uh, Hawaii, now, is this, uh, is this starts on Wednesday?
6: It, it, it started today.
3: Wow, so it's <laughs> so, a four-day event and uh, starting well, on Wednesday. That's pretty neat.
6: It is neat, and it's the prime time uh, because you know, they are in Hawaii. So if you want to watch some great, obviously the greatest LPGA tour players playing on the West Coast, or actually in Hawaii, I should say, in prime time here on the East Coast, that channel is your home.
3: Yeah, yeah, starting on Wednesday now. Yeah, that's just one more day to the, uh, calendar we're gonna add. But, uh, hey Todd, we appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. We gotta go on a, a little bit of a commercial break here. And thank you for listening to the Golf Insiders. We're out.
7: The BMW of your dreams at the price you like with financing you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre owned BMWs now with special 0.9% financing fields bmw windsor park south orlando daytona beach and lakeland fields matters because you matter visit FieldsBMW.com. offer valid with a proof credit up to 36 months and excludes the x6
2: and m series models we all want more distance immediately now get a more powerful release at impact and increase your distance with the full release reverse grip from field golf the full release reverse grip gives you a correct tour player like grip the very first time you use it that means more power and increased distance. The pros love it, and you will, too. The full release, sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers, or buy online now at fieldgolf.net. That's fieldgolf.net.
1: Are you happy with your website? Do you need new business cards, brochures, or promotional materials? Then you need gmsimage.com. GMSImage.com provides creative marketing concepts and dynamic graphic design. GMSImage.com is quick and responsive and will deliver your project on time and within your budget. Visit GMSImage.com, 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 321-303-9684, 321-303-9684
0: golfers have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the pro v1 well listen up they're chromax golf balls and they're cooler and more colorful than ricky fowler's outfits on the pga tour chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot, track the trajectory of your ball in flight, and make adjustments to your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability. Lower your scores and put some fun back into your game. Chromax golf balls are available at your local golfsmith stores or visit www.chromaxgolf.com.
5: Hey Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, that's my job to
6: keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play at
3: Pebble; won't pay the price. Hey, we're back. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways by four. Holly, I didn't mean to say we're off, but I'll work on my exit a little more uh, on this exit. But, uh, Holly, how's it going out there in Tampa? Give me the uh, scoop in Tampa. What's going on? Uh,
4: I think the scoop is right there in Orlando. I know that um, you proudly represent the uh, North Florida PGA section, Rich B, and that uh, we have a one of our favorite golf insiders and teachers in, uh, in O-Town, uh, who just recently got a very distinguished
9: award. Oh,
3: did you get that text message I yes. sent you?
9: Yeah, it was the, the Eastern Central Chapter Player of the Year uh, over, over at Sweetwater, and I got that for all the, the play throughout the 2011, so thank you very much.
3: Hey, you know, uh, uh, Sean, it's always good to see you. Good to hear your voice. How's things out there? Uh, where are you working at? Sweetwater. At Sweetwater. Anybody that's been around, uh, Central Florida for any length of time knows where Sweetwater is. And, uh, Sean has been there for quite a while. Uh, Sean, yeah, you're teacher. Years. You're teaching yeah. out there? Yes, uh huh. And, uh, Project. how's that going?
9: Uh, it's going pretty good. Got some nice clinics on, uh, Wednesdays. Going on, and uh, Saturday, some beginning and intermediate classes from like, 9 and 10.30 respectively. And they can, uh, always give me a call there, Rich and Holly, at, uh, 407-443-5600. And,
3: uh, uh Sean, how long have you been teaching out there? For, uh, eight years. That's pretty strong right there. You know, that's a lot of people that you turn on to golf. And, uh, you know, in the, in the golf business, that is, you know, the, you know, the one thing that you can do that makes you feel good about the game and giving back to the game. Uh, that's pretty cool if you can uh, stay in there for eight
2: years.
9: Uh, thank you. Yeah, it's been a blast. It's been a blast to share my love and passion for people of all levels, whether it be pros or beginners to go ahead and to enjoy the game more, have more fun the ball better score better whatever it be for them whatever they desire and, and them achieve that
3: it's, it's beautiful it's hey you know and, and to maintain a uh, you know your golf game at a very high level and uh, you were the North Florida section PGA yes uh-huh. player of the year yes Uh that's pretty stout right there, my friend. And uh, that's a lot of uh, golf played, a lot of uh, effort made. And, uh, you know, that's not to be uh, discounted, taken lightly. And, uh, you know, congratulations to you, Uh, you know, and being recognized by the North Florida section. uh, That's pretty strong there.
9: Yeah, our PGA and our chapter and our North Florida PGA section, they do such a great job promoting the game as far as Golf 2.0 and the other programs that they do to get more golfers Behind golf and started off in little linksters with Brendan Elliott down at Metro West and little kids down there for like, um, very young from like four years of age and developing them and, uh, other programs that they have through those to their chapter of the ECC in our section to promote golf and to, and get it out there more readily and available for other people. So it's, it's beautiful. You
4: know, HRG, Hey, Holly. Congratulations, my friend. Well,
9: thank you. Thank you. It was all because of you. Hey, i got a question
4: for you because, um, you know, we've got the U.S. Open coming up. And, of course, pretty uh, in a couple weeks here, the qualifiers will start, which I know you have been through that process where you go, you know, through the local and then the sectional. What a lot of people might not know is that there are only about 50 players exempt for the U.S. Open, and all the, the rest of the field is open to qualifiers. Even Tony Romo from the Dallas Cowboys is going to try to qualify. What do you think
9: of that? Uh, I think that's pretty cool. He's a great guy. He's at AT&T Pebble Beach and has a great time out there playing. And he's made it through local qualifying uh, one year, I believe, maybe more. And uh, it's just uh, it's open for all golfers with a handicap of uh, one or under, I believe it is, to go ahead and uh, to have the opportunity to play in it through, and if they can qualify through the sections
3: hey uh how about uh, uh are you are you involved with the uh, junior clinics out there at uh, sweetwater yes uh-huh and you do a lot of them or is there you know is there interest big interest in it
9: um there's a decent amount of interest um and uh, I do those on uh Saturdays at one o'clock there, rich um and um and also on and also some of the more of the advanced players at four o'clock on wednesdays there um so they can give me a call if they have some uh, aspiring players there, junior players. Um, they can give me a call at, uh, once again, 407-443-5600 and get their uh, child involved. Or if they, um, or I can go ahead and uh, pass them on to somebody who is closer to the area and um, and push them towards somebody who is a little closer to their area and get them involved in golf.
3: Yeah, the uh, you know, the, the, the hard part is, you know, uh Jeff Shane said it best, you know, there's soccer, there's baseball, football, basketball, you know, and trying to fit in a, a round of golf is the uh is, you know, is the hard part. But uh you know, it's Sean, a great it's a great place to learn and uh you know it's always good to have your kids involved with that. You know, oh, yeah, the,
4: Sean's got a couple of boys that are right in that age bracket. So I know you must deal with that, um, even as a you know, as a dad and as a teaching pro, Sean. I mean so how how do you
9: see getting more kids involved? Um, you go ahead to the schools and you go to the, the other, uh, like even baseball, um, where my, my kids play a lot of baseball, and I go ahead and uh, pass out business cards and tell them the kids that you know, there's clinics going on. And, and I invited like a Popka um, Baseball League, one of their teams over, and had a, a baseball a clinic for them um, and and do stuff like that.
3: That's cool when you can invite groups over and put on a nice show for them. I, you know, from what I understand, you've got intermediate clinics, you've got junior clinics, you know. So, I mean, you got to have some staff with you. I mean, do you have helpers out there with you? I have a
9: a couple other people that that come um, when I need to.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of time and commitment on your part. So, uh, what we got in the future here, Sean Gargone? What are you? uh, What are you going to be playing in next here? We got uh, anything coming up?
9: Yes, yeah, so we have, have the Daytona Beach Pro Am uh, this coming Monday um, with our chapter out at Daytona Beach Golf Club, and then other things as far as the U.S. Open and um, some other section events that are coming in in June.
3: Um, like we have a match try to play at Islesworth.
4: Sean, for the Open.
3: Yeah, where are you, where are you going to try and qualify at uh, Sean this year? Um, I I.
9: Um, I'm waiting to hear from which site I will get. So they're going to let me know as far as which site I have from the USGA.
3: All righty then. Hey, listen, we're about out of time here, Sean. Uh, we appreciate you spending a few minutes with us, Sean Gorgon oh. from Sweetwater Country Club.
9: No, Rich and Holly, thank you very much for Player all that you of do in promoting year. golf.
3: Yeah, that's right, Player of the Year, North Florida section. Hey, Holly, we only got a minute or so to go what? here. in uh, uh What do you got for me on the way out, Holly? Talk to me. Well,
4: I think we just as always want to thank all of our golfers. Bob Herrick from ESPN.com, Jeff Shane from the Orlando Sentinel, and Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel. We are fortunate to have the best reporters in the business. Right in our backyard in Orlando, and they give us great time on the
3: Golf Insiders. Hey, Don, let's not forget Dave, our producer, was doing double time tonight. He was on the phones trying to hustle, uh, keep everybody in order and online. And, uh, you know, as always, we do appreciate uh, spending a few minutes with our listeners. And, uh, Holly, uh, look forward to seeing you real soon. All right, Richie.
4: Keep listening, everybody. Golf Insiders back next week.
3: All right. Hey, Dave, we appreciate your time and efforts here, and uh, we'll catch you later, buddy.